gang, welcome back to the Backdoor Cover Network. I'm Phil, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Vince. Vince, what's happening? Time to make the f***ing donuts. Did we hit the button at the same time again? That's uh, like two weeks in a row, but the first time our audience will be able to hear it. Ah, yes. No more moronic episodes. Congratulations to us. Yeah, that was... That was tough. So, first of all, we'd like to apologize to the listeners, but we're back, and I think we got it figured out. So, hopefully, these sounds will come through. Stop whining. Uh, yeah, I think we've got the sound figured out. I think we've got all our mis- all our mistakes figured out, ironed out. Uh, I want to start fresh this week, Phil. Crawl through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. I think that's a great idea. I, but Vince, I could have picked a better one. Yes. Listen, I had a fantastic week on the show last week. I was four and one on mm. on the games, picking sides, three and zero oh in the player props. I'm kind of feeling my oats right now. Uh, yeah, I'd like to feel your oats too, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good week, but you know, I I feel like you're going to get back on track. We've got a shared game on the card here, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that one pans out. Um, was there anything that stuck out to you last week that we should talk about before we get into this week's games? Uh, yeah, the fact that uh, the Packers offensive line, I don't know if you noticed, was graded the number one offensive line heading into week four. Um, and I'm pretty sure uh, you could drive a Mack truck. In fact, uh, Hutchinson was that Mack truck, and Jordan Love, I don't care... Uh, if Aaron Rodgers was back there behind center, uh, anyone would have looked as bad as as Jordan Love did uh, on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, tough to watch for all you Packers ticket holders, but not for me, Vince. I was all over the Lions. Yeah, started out the week right. Also hit Amon Ross St. Brown first touchdown at plus eight fifty. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of money to spare this week. I'm I'm going in. I got three games picked out, but first I want to just get your opinion on something. Um, okay. Boy, that Philadelphia offensive line created some holes for DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift. Has he separated mm-hmm. his, himself as the lead back now? Um, you could say that, but Nick's not going to. Yeah. The answer is yes, but the coaching staff will say no. Uh, this is a committee, and we're going to you know, keep the, the hot hand going and, and keep rotations. Um, but, but the answer is, yeah, it's Swift. Okay, that's good because I, I love that guy. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's great to see. Uh, he's going to just put up silly numbers the rest of the year if, if they keep this up and everybody stays healthy. But uh, that Eagles train is rolling. Why don't but, we start there, Phil? Oh, no, you, yeah. you've got other plans. Go ahead. No, 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 go. I, that's, that's as fine of a place as any. It's a divisional matchup. We've got the, uh, the Washington Commanders. And the uh, Philadelphia Eagles doing battle. Uh, this line looks like it is between eight and a half and nine in most places. I'm seeing a couple nine and a halfs out there uh, that mm-hmm. the Eagles are laying. Um, are you taking a stance on this game? Um, yeah, I am. So, um, you know, Philly's had the most success under Nick and Jalen as a run first offense. Um, and they seem to have found their groove again with Swift. Um, it's, it's really nice. Uh, the defensive pieces are sorting out nicely. I mentioned this on the midweek podcast. Um, they're finding their identity, even with some early injuries, which is a, a nice sign from, from Dr. Desai, baby. Dr. Um, Desai. He's in. 
the defensive front is so good. Oh my god! And, and look out, Hassan Reddick just got his cast off, so he's ready to rock off the edge. You know, he's 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 kind of in your boat. He was in your boat for a while there, Phil. Yeah, what was he suffering from? Toasty. Yeah, that that right there. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but good lord, the Bucks. Uh, I mean, the Bills sacked Sam Howell nine times last week. Um, intercepted him four times and a pick six. The Washington run defense is giving up the eighth most yards in the league. They're up against an elite offensive line um, that's hitting on all cylinders in the run game. Every opponent is scheming against these edge rushers. They've been chipped every game, but their pass uh, rush grade has been steadily improving every week. So I think they're kind of, you know, you know, drilling in on what the, the defenses are trying to, or the offensive lines are trying to do. Um, you know, while Washington's pass blocking grade has gotten much worse, all signs pointing to a blowout victory here for the birds, but they are a little bit banged up and I'm not trying to overthink things this week. I'm trying to get back to basics. Um, so I am teasing the birds down here at the two and a half. If I can find it, it's a divisional game. So I think it's going to be closer than, you know, maybe it, it probably should be. They just tend to get weird in the NFC East. Yeah, um, I'm showing a little bit of value on the, the Eagles here, Lane, even if it's the nine and a half. Uh, I, I got this thing power rated at 11. Um, but, you know, it, like you said, it's a it's a divisional game, which gives me some some pause uh, to lay in a big number. I don't know if I'm there yet. I will probably get there by game day if this thing stays under 10. I like the Eagles and I certainly lean that direction with you. I think teasing it's a good idea if you can get down to two and a half. Would you recommend mm-hmm. the teaser? you know, at the, you know, minus nine and a half down to three and a half. Uh, I would not. I mean, I personally try to stay under the, that key number of three. So I'm trying to get it down to two and a half. Uh, but I don't like laying um, or, you know, paying the juice on on a six and a half or a seven point teaser unless I'm really, really, really confident. Um, I might be here, but um, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I'm also looking at that, that DeAndre Swift over 64 and a half rush yards, Phil. What do you think about that? That just feels like a gift, and it that that's it why I haven't I haven't played it yet. I mean, the guy has has gone for over a hundred yards the the last two weeks. The holes are enormous. You could drive a Mack truck through them. Um, it, it just it it seems like free money. Especially I I don't think Jalen Hurts has been as effective as a runner this year. But maybe that's just because he hasn't had to be. But I, I like the Andre Swift rushing props. And probably an anytime touchdown, uh, if this you know turns out to be like a like a boat race, like we think, there's there's going to be some scores to go around. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking at the Eagles sacks props earlier today. There was nothing listed. Now there is, and everybody but Fletcher Cox is is minus money on yeah, the can't, Eagles front. Can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, but let's move on. This is a, a game. We'll just start. With a game that we're 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 either going head to head or we're we're joining forces on, it's mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Atlanta. Let me hear mm-hmm. your side first. Uh, so I, I mentioned this on the on the midweek pod, and for those of you who didn't know, Ritter has graded out worse than Zach Wilson every week this this year, which I thought was phenomenal. Atlanta has no passing game, um, but but if there ever was a team to get it started with, it could be against the Jags. Um, from a grading perspective, they're the fourth fourth worst. Uh, pass rush, uh, yeah, pass rush in the league and our middle of the road in coverage. So 
I think there's a chance here. Um, there were so many self-inflicted wounds last week versus the Texans. I don't think Doug Peterson allows that again. Um, Injury-wise, uh, Zay Jones is out. Looks like Devin Lloyd's probably out. Uh, no notable injuries for the Falcons. Uh, the Jags are used to playing in London. They've got these logistics down to a science. Plus, they're playing Week Five there as well, so they might, you know, they're probably they are definitely staying. This might as well be a home game for them. Um, I want to take the Jaguars to cover here, but they let me down huge last week. I'm a little bit skittish, so I'm probably going to tease them down. So that would be from laying three to getting three and a half. Okay, uh, I'm with you. Up until you said you were going to tease past zero, I don't recommend ever doing that. You just you you lose quite a bit of value, but you know, maybe in a spot like this, it would be okay. Um, but would not, would not recommend that in 99% of cases. I do recommend the Jaguars. I don't think it'll matter. Um, you know, any, any sort of teaser. I think, I think they're going to blow out the Falcons. Devin Ritter is terrible and Wembley stadium is Jacksonville's home away from home. So, uh, I, I love this spot because everybody's down on, on the Jags after a very, very embarrassing loss. Uh, and I think that we're just getting value cooked into this number. What would it have been if they beat the Texans? You know, um, seven sure. and a half, you know, eight, maybe. So I love the value with the Jags here. Uh, it, it just was maybe a, a sleepy look ahead spot uh, against the Texans last week. I'm trusting in Dougie P. I'm trusting them to get it done. Atlanta doesn't have a passing game. Like you said, all they do is run the ball well. Uh, and that, that Jacksonville defense, they can stop the run. Um, and that's the only thing pro- proficient that Atlanta does. I'm not worried about this game at all. It's my favorite play of the weekend. Lock it up. Give me the Jags minus the three to start your Sunday off right. So that feels good. Uh, Vinny, good. tell me about uh, another big game on the slate. Miami. And Buffalo. This one is probably going to be the most watched game of the weekend, and it's in the one o'clock window, which is kind of weird. Uh, but tell me about what what's going on in your head in this one. Uh, yeah, I see a lot of value in the in the Bills. I like the Bills um, laying the two and a half. Um, last time Buffalo played, uh, Vic Fangio's off defense was in 2020 against the Broncos, and they won that game 48 to 19. So I feel like Buffalo's got an idea how to play, um, how to beat Vic here. Uh, it's a nice letdown spot, I think, for the Dolphins after what happened last week. Um, you know, Josh Allen uh, threw for 40 times, looking back to that 2020 game, he threw for 40 times in that game. I don't know that that's necessarily the equation this time. I actually think, uh, you know, slowing this game down a little bit against that Miami uh, offense might be a good idea. So, you know, I like Buffalo to cover. I like James Cook over 57 and a half rushing yards. And I actually like uh, Dalton Kincaid over two and a half receptions. Now, it's a little bit of juice there. But um, if you normalize Miami's blowout against the Broncos last week, pull that out. Broncos didn't pass any tight ends. They couldn't even pass the ball at all. Um, they, the, the Dolphins would be allowing the second most receptions to tight ends this year. So I like Dalton. I think that's a, a sharp angle, and I, I think, again, sort of like uh, making the Jaguars a play on target, um, the Dolphins, it didn't matter who they played this week, I was going to fade them, uh, just because everybody loves seeing that they they scored 70 points. Every time they, they turned around, they were scoring another touchdown, so uh, uh, just an uncharacteristic outlier result. 
I like Buffalo here. And like you said, that game in 2020 was kind of when we all got introduced to Josh Allen and and realized mm-hmm. what he could do. So yeah. I'm in on the Bills, especially at the two and a half number. Uh, a lot of those hanging around. You can still get one at DraftKings, it looks like. Uh, and uh, MGM, Caesars, that 365. So I feel good about that. Uh, give me the Bills minus the two and a half with you. It's a consensus play. Let's do this thing. And this requires no sex. No yeah. sex at all. Bingo. Uh, Vince, I see on the list here that you sent me, you want to talk about Tampa Bay and New Orleans. I can't imagine why, so <laughs> let's hear it. Uh, that's mainly because I, I just wanted to know, Phil, if you're going to be biased here and take uh, NOLA because you picked them to win the division. <laughs> I, uh, in any other situation, the answer is yes. Ah, there I it lean is. that there way. I need uh-huh. to know if Derek Carr is going to play. I cannot back Jameis Winston. He is That's terrible. Uh, this would correct. be a th- this would be a three and and0 team if you know my man Carr was still on the field last week. They blew a seventeen point lead in the fourth quarter to Jordan yeah. Love and the Packers. Jordan Love. <laughs> uh, so I had to eat my words there for four days. Thank God they played on Thursday, and I could get back to making fun of Jordan Love. But uh, yeah. I lean the Saints here. Which way are you looking? You do lean the Saints. I, you know, it's tough for me. So they've got a top eight graded defense, number one rated special teams unit. The Bucks have a top seven graded passing attack with your boy with the touchdown Baker, Baker, maker. Touchdown maker. Thank you. But, but last week, last week, now last week was that. I want to hear what you have to say here. This, as the father of, of Baker Mayfield, is this, was this Baker's fault? Was this Mike Evans' fault? Was this the Eagles' secondary figuring out how to shut him down? What do you think? It was raining. <laughs> so I'm any games kidding. in the rain were fading, <laughs> fading Baker. No, but Mike Evans, uh, boy, he 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 dropped that touchdown pass. Yeah, early early on, uh, he dropped another one late in the first half. Maybe it's a ball game. I I think that the the Bucks were clearly outclassed. I was wrong to to take a position on that game, uh, but. You know, it, it, the, the scoreboard could have been a little closer. Baker Baker didn't look bad, I don't think, for for the most part. He he looked better than he would have last year against this defense. I, I think he's progressed a bit in his career. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I do think that Jameis is going to make more mistakes uh, than the Saints defense will be able to cover up. So I'm actually leaning bucks here. Okay. All right. Well, my feelings aren't too hurt because, I you know, I haven't taken a strong position. I think... Derek Carr may go, I, I, but I'm, I'm hearing it both ways. So if he goes, I if like he the goes, Saints a whole lot better. Yeah. If he goes, I'm with you. Well, then that, that's good. That's good. We'll have to talk about this one probably Sunday morning in the book club. Uh, Vince, I want to talk about my Indianapolis Colts. I talked about them on the Wednesday show, and there's been some news since then. It looks like Anthony Richardson is going to reclaim his starter role. It looks like he's out of concussion protocol. It does seem to me that he would be under more strict orders to not run around so much, uh, not try and create with his legs as much as he had in the first two games. And for that reason, I would stay off the anytime touchdown scorer prop. Uh, looks like it's it's close to even money now anyway. So we had uh, prognosticated that that would go from two to one to even money pretty quick. So we, we were lucky to take advantage of it early on in the, in the first couple of weeks. But I like the Colts here. Minus the one against the Rams. Uh, the Rams, again, it's a short week. It's their mm-hmm. third road game in four weeks. They're banged up on the offensive line. It looks like they're going to be missing their left tackle and right guard. 
Stafford was just under fire the the entire game last week. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, it was just constant pressure. Indy is eighth in pressure rate. They average four sacks a game. Uh, this just this seems like a spot where where Indy could sneak out another win. Um, and another little wrinkle. I think it's the last week for Jonathan Taylor on the uh, the PUP list. So very interested to see how that turns out if they're they're three and one or four and one or whatever it'll be. Um, so I really like the Colts here laying the small number. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm a little bit worried about Richardson's just kind of you know hanging back in the pocket, not use, using his legs as much. Um, but that Rams offensive front, good God, last week was just an absolute sieve. Um, so yeah, if they can take advantage of that, um, and get some pressure and, you know, hopefully make life a little bit easier for, uh, for Richardson to kind of hand the ball off or do a little bit less than he has to. I like the Colts. Nice. And I got a little player prop on this one as well. Sure. Uh, kept a, a close eye on the Colts. Obviously I'm a, I'm a Homer. I like Zach Moss over his combo yards line. Uh, it's 87 and a half minus 114 at FanDuel. He's played 75% of the snaps so far since he's he's returned, and he averages 27 touches per game. So he's been over 100-plus yards in the, the, the combo territory there the last two games. I expect that to carry on. Give me over 87 and a half. That feels like, like it, a... Uh, just my furry little butt. <laughs> good one. Nice, nice sound clip there. I like Zach Moss, over 87 and a half combo yards. All right. I, yeah, that's... Every time I look up uh, at the at red, at red zone, he's, he's running into the end zone. So uh, let's do it. We love to see it. So um, here's another game that I didn't think you were going to pick out, but you did. Looks like the Raiders and the Chargers. Uh, Vince, what, what's going on here? Jimmy Garoppolo, concussion protocol. Is it going to mm-hmm. be Aiden O'Connell? Is it going to be Brian Hoyer? Is it going to be Jimmy G? What, what are you looking at in this game? Uh, well, it depends on Jimmy. Um, let's Let's, you know... If it's not Jimmy, I think uh, it's probably a no-brainer uh, that you know to take the the Chargers here. I would even take them laying the five, um, even without Mike Williams out for the year with a torn ACL. This could be Quentin Johnson's big break. Um, I'm looking at Keenan Allen uh, over. I'm not sure what his reception line is right now, but I could see that becoming uh, and being a bit of a security blanket uh, for Justin there with uh, with Mike out. And there's trouble in the Raiders locker room. Um, my, I mean, my goodness, Chandler Jones arrested this morning. I don't know if you've seen that, that, that crazy video that he posted. Um, Devontae Adams. going full, full Antonio Brown. Full Antonio Brown. Brown. Yes. All the way. It, it's like the Tyson zone. You could tell me anything about Chandler Jones that he did, and I would believe it. That, that's where we are. Yeah, I mean, it's full X-Files. Keenan <laughs> Allen is... Over 84 and a half uh, yards is what his his line is set at at FanDuel. All right. I want to check the receptions number as well. But um, yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams saying, hey, we're not we're not establishing a winning culture here. That's not a good look. Um, yeah. Keenan Allen yeah. over over seven and a half receptions. So a little bit high, but might not be crazy with Mike out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if Devontae is wrong. They 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 haven't done much winning since he got there. Um, you know, Jimmy G is kind of a you know an underrated guy. I don't think he gets as much credit as he should. But you know, a, a health risk again. I mean, he's he's got a brain bleed going on. So um, boy, that yeah. it's, it's tough to win games with Brian Hoyer. So 
good luck. I like the Chargers there if it's if it's going to be anybody but Jimmy G. So, uh, let's uh, let's continue going through this card, Vince. I'm looking for another game that we might want to talk about. How about the uh, the the Vikings Panthers? What do you think about this? Yeah, what do you got? Well, I got great news, Vince. You know, I was just scanning the uh, the latest injury news, uh-huh. and I see that Bryce Young is back. He's going to go. <laughs> He's playing on Sunday, which means I'm taking the Vikings. I am laying the four at William Hill, and I have never been so happy to do so. Uh, this Panthers <laughs> team got kind of scary with Andy Dalton taking the snaps. I was just waiting on Bryce Young to come back, and he is. I'm, I'm going to be the first one in, in line at the window tomorrow. Cousins at 1 p.m. I think he's going to shred this Panther secondary. They're still missing J.C. Horn. Still no mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes. Miles Sanders missed practice today. He's questionable for, for Sunday. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't even care. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Give me the Vikes minus the four. Just a, just a fantastic take there, Phil. Congratulations on that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I think uh, Bryce Young is, is a big – it's going to be bad. And, and I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see if Kirk is still a Vike after Zach Wilson loses handily to Big Red on Sunday night. Well, then let's talk about that game. You know, um, let's talk about Kansas City and the New York Jets. Uh, this one's in primetime. Another mistake by the NFL schedule makers. They probably wish they could flex this thing out. Uh, but the Chiefs are, yeah. it looks like just just very, very small eight and a half point favorites against mm-hmm. the Jets. Uh, there is huge unrest in New York Jetsville. It looks like they re-signed Trevor Simeon this week as the the savior. Does Zach Wilson make it past halftime is what my question is. And how do we not bet the Chiefs here? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think he, he can, right. Especially at home. There's no way, um, this, this facade, this it's a, it's, um, it's all a facade. I don't understand. Um, it's a waste, it's a waste of time and money and, and effort. So yeah, um, that's an interesting take I, that I hadn't looked at maybe the second half points for the jets. Um, cause they just aren't scoring any. So maybe maybe they get a little little um, you know boost there from Simeon to score a touchdown in the second half. Um, I'll take a look at that. Uh, but I'm actually I don't know. I just get I get worried about um, that Jets defense a little bit. So I'm probably going to be teasing the Chiefs down to two and a half um, this weekend. All right. See, that's a teaser I can get behind. There you are. That's a more traditional leg. I like that one. Here's what I'm going to play in this game, Vince. And I I just have may may have fallen off. My rocker. This one is absolutely bonkers. This is a speculative bet. First of all, I like the Chiefs. That's not speculative at all. But I am taking Zach Wilson under everything, but most specifically under passing yards, 172 and a half minus 110 at bet 365, because I don't think he makes it out of the locker room into the second half. Uh, they're going to be booed like crazy. Uh, there's going to be just huge pressure to, to make a change. And I think this is where it happens. Uh, like you said, there's been unrest in this locker room. It, it, they're going to lose the defense. It's, it's a mutiny waiting to happen in New York. You've got to make a change, even if it's a bad one. You, you have to shuffle the cards. I like under 172 and a half uh, for the passing yards. I would look at passing attempts. I would look at passing touchdowns, Slow completions. Yeah, just I would sprinkle it everywhere because you know, you're, you're going to end up banned from whatever sports book you do this at because it's such a smooth move. 
<laughs> Love that Chris Farley clip. Love it. What do you think about yeah. the uh, the Cardinals and the Niners this week? That's a big line. Yeah, uh, let me let me pull that one up. I think it's what like fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half now. Okay, wow. Fourteen um, at DK. Um, yep, I'm seeing fourteen. Okay, so it, 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 the hook is gone. Still would lean the. T- I'm not. I'm not taking a side here. I'm not pounding the table to uh, to make a bet. I like the Cardinals though. I especially in the first half. That's probably where I would look. Josh Dobbs has been particularly effective uh, guiding mm-hmm. this offense. He's 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 doing too well for the Arizona Cardinals head brass. I, yeah. You know he's he's going to lose his job. Um, but you know the the Niners team they are an absolute machine. It's an embarrassment of riches. Uh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey scored in a million straight games. I think Jerry Rice is going to be in attendance because he's going to break the record this week. I believe um, there's a prop on. I think it was DK that I saw of how many consecutive games will he score in? And it was like 17 and a half at even money. Um, I expected his anytime touchdown uh, price to be like 400, but it's still minus 200. It's still unplayable. But, you know, this this 49ers team is just so, so good. They're solid everywhere. Uh, Brock Purdy just doesn't make mistakes. They're going to wear down the Cardinals. The Cardinals are not a 60-minute team. They're like a 50-minute team. I think they can hang in there for a little while. I would lean the Cardinals here. Yeah, I mean, it's got a chance to be a bloodbath in the second half. I mentioned that um, I liked the, the first half as well on the midweek pod. Um, San Francisco is just generating an insane amount of pressure. Um, and, you know, if the Cardinals do have to pass, it's over. I mean, Bosa, Bosa Hargrave, and Kinlaw each have nine-plus pressures and are beating their man on average 23% of the time. That's insane. Um, 58, I think, total pressures for the for the squad overall. Uh, it might have been higher than that, but it's just absolutely insane. You mentioned cutting Josh Dobbs as an option on the midweek show, uh, so hopefully he he still is uh, is employed in the in the league. Um, yeah, I like the I like the first half play. Um, I'll look around for some others, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be bad. To be completely honest, Vince, I I was trying to think of where I. I heard the the first half play and where I, you know, where that made me think. And I think it was you on the Wednesday show. So I didn't mean to steal your thunder there. No, even a blind squirrel. Yeah. Vince, uh, you know, a a question I have for you and I'm, 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 you know, I'm just, this, this game just has me all kinds of tied up. The Steelers and the Texans are doing battle. And, uh, you know, the, the Steelers are two point favorites, two and a half in some places. Can't wrap my head around this. Is it because the Texans are better than what we thought? The Steelers are a little bit worse. What What's the deal here? Because I, I really want to pull the trigger on the Steelers. Uh, you should, and I and I am going to as well. Yeah, I think I think it's a it, it's what happened last week. Um, they're not that good. That D is not that good. The Jags made them look really good. Um, if anybody watched that game, um, they just shot themselves in the foot. They couldn't help themselves. Um, they couldn't even get a squib kick right. So. Um, yeah, this is not a, a, a good spot for the Texans. I, I'm taking Pittsburgh all day. Yeah, I, I like Pittsburgh here too. Um, you know, CJ Stroud is the king of garbage time stats right now. Uh, he is just, you know, they're gaudy numbers, but when the game is in doubt, he, he's, he's not effective. But when they're blowing somebody out like they were last week or when they are getting blown out, he takes mm-hmm. advantage of the soft coverages. Uh, yeah. I'm not a CJ Stroud believer. I got several text messages last weekend. Is CJ Stroud good? Did, did we read this wrong? I don't, I, you know, maybe he's good, um, but I don't think he's great. And I like this Pittsburgh defense, especially with TJ Watt. I mean, these guys 
are creating a lot of pressure. They're keeping the offense in games while they figure it out. George Pickens is just way too talented. Uh, Pat Fryermuth needs to be incorporated in the offense. But this Pittsburgh team, I think they're going to just take care of business here. They'll probably win by a touchdown. I like laying the two and a half. Let's do that. I don't mind the money line minus one forty two. So anyway, you can you can bet the Steelers. I'm 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 all in. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, what other games were on your radar? Anything else you wanted to touch on? Um, I like the Pats. Um, I had seven. I think I got a piece of seven and a half right when it opened. I think it's at six and a half now. I don't. I, I like it a little bit less, but I, I do lean the Pats there. What do you think? Yeah, I, I lean with you. Uh, I like the. I liked it a lot more to touchdown, but you know it's six and a half now. Maybe we'll we'll see because the Cowboys are are a very public team. They take a lot of public money before kickoff, so hopefully some of that can push it to seven. You know, the, the Patriots, they don't do a lot well on the offensive side of the ball, but they play very, very good defense. The Cowboys, I think the jig is up. You know, the, the, the defense looked susceptible to the rush. The Patriots are okay at running the ball. So I, I, would, I would lean Patriots here, grabbing as many points as you can, get the six and a half, but wait for the seven if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one other one I did, I think we should at least touch on, Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah, that's a big game this week, Vince. Yeah, um, I'm looking. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm looking for Lamar rushing props with Mel- Melvin Gordon and starting running back, uh, and the Browns generating the second best uh, pass rush in the league, um, just behind the 49ers, who were insane. Quarterback on the run this week, I think. Yeah, I'll I'll pull that up. The the Cleveland defense has just been insane. I mean, like all yeah. time good. I heard a stat today, Vince. How many plays? Have opposing teams run against the Browns in the red zone so far this year? Three games. Mm, eight. One. Oof. One. Wow. Uh, there was That's yeah, incredible. there was one play run, and then there was a penalty that backed them up out of the red zone. So one single play. Yeah. yeah um, kind of nuts. They they haven't given up more than 10 first downs in a game. So I mean, it's just maybe this Browns defense is like the 85 Bears. Who knows? Um I would kind of lean. Go ahead. Yeah, no, interestingly enough, I, I just pulled it up. Seventh worst tackling team in the NFL. Boy, imagine if they were better, better tacklers. Yeah, I don't know how that gets graded. I'll have to look into that one. Yeah, it's like trying to tackle greased up deaf guy, I guess. <laughs> I'll try yeah. to tackle Lamar. Uh, I can't find a rushing attempts line on this. All they have is Jerome Ford up. So we might have to wait till, wait till Sunday to take a take a stab at Lamar. Um, do you, do you lean any direction in this game? Um, I, you know, I think I lean Cleveland laying the points. I just, I just have a hard time t- trusting Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, he did cash a, uh, a passing prop on the show I, last week. So I know, I know. I mean, he still stinks and he's, he's still a terrible human being. He also um, threw a ball backwards. So, and, and cash the prop, you know? <laughs> so, uh, let's see what, what other games are on the, the list here. Boy, my computer is slow. I wish it was a, I wish it was a Mac. How about the Broncos and the bears? You know, the bears getting three and a half at home. What, what's going on here? Ah, uh, it's a hard pass. Good God. This is like two black holes colliding. How many points would you need with the bears to take them? How many points would you, um, at least, <laughs> at least, uh, eight points at least. I think I would need more than a touchdown too. Yeah. Yeah. This, so I guess 
does that mean there's value on the on on the Broncos? Uh, I mean, I I mean, <laughs> I couldn't. Maybe bet. maybe if they don't win the game, I think Sean Payton may just uh, lock Russell Wilson out of the the combo, the compound altogether. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I, I just threw up in my mouth thinking about betting on this game. I, I don't want any part of it. Um, we're not going to be back by Monday, so. We might as well talk about the Seahawks and Giants. I mean, this one has my attention. Uh, the Seahawks are one-point favorites. Uh, on the money line, it's, it's the Seahawks are minus 116. You can have the Giants plus 110. So Vegas is having a hard time picking a side here. Are you? I am. Yeah, I am, uh, honestly. Actually, Seattle's up to two um, on DraftKings right now. Uh, so it's starting nice. to move a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I lean Seahawks. What, what's your lean? I, I would. I love the Seahawks in this spot. You love them. Um, oh wow! I do. I do. I. You know what? I'm gonna. I just talked myself into a play in my brain here. I don't know if I can get the words out, but I just. I really feel like the Seahawks team is trending in the right direction. Uh, the wideouts are all playing playing well. DK's a weapon. Um, you know, and I think Geno is playing competently, which is somewhat surprising. Two seasons in a row, which is weird. You know, he's never done that ever, even stretching back to West Virginia. But I, I like this Seattle team. So give me the Seahawks. Okay. No injuries. No injuries. They are on the road. Um, they're traveling. So Yeah, but it's, it's right. New Jersey, you know? How terrible can New Jersey be? Plus, they have an extra day, you know, as a West Coast coming East because it's a Monday That's night true. game. So, I mean, it's not like the early window. They're going to have plenty of time to acclimate to – New Jersey. That's true. It does. Let me just check on the Saquon's availability here. Limited practice yesterday. We'll find out more tomorrow. Uh, questionable. He, yeah, questionable. I, I doubt he plays. Yeah, like the Seahawks. Done. Wrap it up. Um, if, unless you have any other plays. Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, if you enjoy our commentary, if you enjoy our plays, Come get the secret menu inside of our private Discord server at www.thedgensdegens.net. Uh, you get a three-day free trial. After that, it is $25 a month. You get access, exclusive access, to all the Speedway Steve 2 racing plays, NFL cards, college football, darts, golf, and just about anything else that's going on. NHL just started up today, so uh, I'm sure we'll have some of that. Um, but get into the Discord. It's where all the good stuff happens, like the Amon-Ra first Tutty uh, prop. That was that was a fun hit on, on Thursday night. So join the book club, thedgens.net. Vinny, send us home. You don't like it? You can kiss my furry little butt. Adios. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.